Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast, the CTP, the Closing Time Podcast, with your boys, Milan Haransky and Sully Solberg. And let's not kid ourselves, we want to get straight to the action, so buckle in and strap in and get ready, because we're heading right into the episode. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free. Alright guys, we're recording this episode, Thanksgiving Day, and if there's one thing in the whole world that the two of us are thinking, it's going out and causing chaos. I was going to say it's each other. Ah, well, that too. Well, we're doing chaos with each other. Exactly. We're, we're going on this never-ending journey of drunken mishaps. Well, I would... I wouldn't say it's never ending because we've been good, on good behavior for a long time. That is true. And they let us out. I don't know who they is. We're not on house arrest, but we're out. Yeah. And we're causing chaos just like normal. We've got a whole episode coming to you about the chaos. Which really has to say something about the type of night that we had. Now, we have an hour worth of content to talk to you guys about in one night. One glorious night. <laughs> so, first of all, our good buddy texts us the group chat and he says hey guys why don't we go for a couple brewskis a couple beers a couple beverageinos in the city we say hell friggin yeah but our plan wasn't to go out and have like a fucking night of hijinks no our, no our plan was just go have a couple beers maybe go home and play some video games grab a slice of pizza you know that was kind of the that was kind of the plan I had in my head. I don't know about you. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking PG thirteen fun. You yeah. know, maybe get a little bit crazy, but we're not pushing it too far. Mm-hmm. We're not going into R rated. And we really uh, expanded our our comfort zone because normally when we go out, it's just like me, Milan, Derek. We go out, have a couple beers, laugh about some stories, and come back home. True. But we went out with our other friends, <laughs> our new friends, our new well, our new friends just tagged along. Which we uh, made along the way. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. We picked them up along the way. Exactly. There we go. They we hopped do. in the car and they joined. True. You know the game of life when you get extra little kids? That's what we had. True. So we start going out and initially we were going to stick to the plan. We were going to hit up some dive bars. Now you're in the bar scene more than me. You're a bartender to the stars. And I got a question for you. What is going on with the increased presence of giant bouncers what is what is with this we went to your bar there wasn't a soul in it yeah i'm first in line i walk up to the guy i assume he's security because he's giant Mm -hmm. i walk up to him he goes all right i'm gonna uh, check your vax card and then uh bruno over there is gonna pat you down i'm like what are you kidding here's pat me down what am i gonna do shoot six of my best friends here's my very (laughs) Yeah, you just you know he's patting me down. He's giving me the whole pocket pack. You're you doing, you're, you're shooting into the roof and fucking put your hands up. There's like only us in there. Yeah, uh, and one bartender that we know. No, I don't know my short my just my short quick theory of why. Why? People are hiring more bouncers because they're dealing with more fucking like people who are trying to get in without vax cards. And they're probably just like one person they have just has to deal with all like the, the annoying like, well we're like. 
we just have we have just as much rights to be in that establishment as the next person. Right. So one person's just there to take the bullshit. The other that person's there just to do the job. But they true. But really, they could hire anybody in the wide world to do the little boop on your vaccine card. Meanwhile, they got Bruno and Cruno over here. These guys, they're bodybuilders to the stars. They're very imposing, very intimidating. They're giving me the triple pocket pat. They're patting me all down. It's making me a little weirded out. I don't know. Just an observation I had. So we went to your one bar. And I say your bar. Because you work there, you got your little cult following. I know what's going on. We literally weren't even going to go in there. You walk by, and the guy you work with goes, Brandon, oh, oh, this guy. Do you guys know this guy? I was like, of course I know this guy. I'm walking with him, you know? Yeah. He goes, come in here, man. Dude, come in here. Come in here. Everybody, do you all know him? All of you know him? We're all standing there just nodding our heads slowly like, okay, we know him. We know him. What's going to happen here, you know? Yeah. He goes, come inside. Come inside. I'll get you a drink. I'll get you a drink. I'll get you a drink. Everybody's getting drinks. I'm like, all right, well, it's, it is a bar. I'm expecting a drink. Turns out, just on the strength of knowing you, not a big deal. This guy starts lining up shots. I felt like I was, I don't know what I felt like I was. I felt like I was some kind of very important person, VIP. And, and it is. And it's a nice feeling for someone to be like, you know what? You were, I know you, so you can have this for free. But there's also, there's, that's the pro. That's one of the pros, one of the many pros. But there's also many cons. Like, first of all, there's a lot of turnover in the, in the restaurant industry, okay? So being the man isn't always great because... Once you're only the man for a short-lived amount of time, unless you're in it all the time. So, like, I knew that one bartender, but everybody else in that establishment, I'd never met in my entire life. Right. And they don't care. You know what I mean? They don't care that I'm the man. The word hasn't traveled to them yet. So, like, you walk into a bar, and you're like, like, I said to my buddy once, I was like, oh, dude, I can get us in here, no problem. But the day that we went was the day that, like, none of the people that I knew that worked there were working. And then it's just like... Oh, I worked here. They're like, uh, I don't know you. So why? What, how am I supposed to trust that? So I just you look like even more of a baby than you do if, as a man. And it feels worse. It's more of a cut than it is a lift, you know? Yeah. But those times that you do have it, it's nice. But then also, um, there's only so much you could say to somebody that like you know from the bar industry, but you're not like bros with, you know? Like, I'm, like, cool with the person that gave us a shot. Like, we know each other well. But after, like, fuck yeah, what have you been up to? Why haven't you been working here? There's not really much else to say, you know? It's yeah. like, thanks for the shots. We got to go now. That's why I did, every time we go there, I never stay. Because I'm like, I don't want to sit here and, like, ruin this little thing I got going on. True. But that is, like, any industry. Not just the bar industry, as you call it. You go anywhere that you once worked, you got nothing past, hey, crazy we don't work here anymore. That's all you got. So anyway, we were there. We have a great time. We get all free stuff. Now everybody's in an excellent mood. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Everybody's having fun. We got a crew of like six to eight of us. I don't remember the exact number. Now we're walking down the street and we're trying to hit up this dive bar. I won't give you the name, but it's named after a small amphibious animal. You guys can figure out which one. <laughs> Right? So we're walking down the road. And then, again, this place is a dive bar. This place has something probably, it, it, it has various names. McGilligan's, McGulligan's, McCoolahan's, O'Hulahan's. It's got all the Irish names plastered around the walls. It's got a guy passed out in the gutter. It's got it all. It's my kind of vibe. Yeah. So we get to McCallahan, O'Hulahan, O'Pachahan. <laughs> and nevertheless, two giant guys outside. 
So the, this guy's cool. He's like, hey, man, can I see your ID? At this point, I'm a little buzzed, and I do this thing where I take it, I take my wallet out like I'm a sheriff undercover, and I go, pah, and I snap <laughs> it open. And he goes, you got to take it out, man. I'm like, oh, sorry. My, yes. yes, of course. Yes, of course. My apologies. I don't know. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so I take it out. I show it to him. It's all good. To our surprise, no one patted us down at this bar. Nobody thought that I had two Glock 9s with me to go to the, the small amphibious animal, Passion Han, Aquila Han, Marley Han bar. Yeah, and they especially don't think I have it. <laughs> no, no, no. You're getting it every single time. So we go in, and I'm in kind of like towards the back of the line. And I hear this muffled voice. And I could tell it was somebody who worked there because I, I, could, I recognized the stress in their voice. And I hear this muffled voice. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. Just going, what the hell are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing here? I was like, what are we doing here? It's a fucking bar. And then I remember I heard you say, you're like, who let us in here? The two giant guys you have outside. <laughs> what do you mean who let us in here? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. And you're like, okay, there's nowhere we can sit, you know? Yeah. So anyways, that place goes straight to hell. But, no, what made me kind of annoyed <laughs> is that we are all in there. And then after he says that, normally like, hey, it's a 30-minute wait. And you're either, you're either like waiting outside because you can't stand around in there, especially with COVID. Yeah. Or you just, you're leaving, going somewhere else. You know what I But was... everybody was just standing around, like looking at each other like, well, what do we do now? What do we do now? I was like, get out of here. <laughs> what I was proud of that we didn't do is at that point of the night, I was not intoxicated enough to do the thing where you try to barter with the guy mm -hmm. where you go like, what if i sit on the rock out there and you bring me my drink outside he's like no yeah. you can't sit on rocks you have to sit on the chair there's no sitting on rocks outside of the bar because you're not in the bar what if i have one foot on the stool and then one foot on a chair dude i don't even care i'll stand yeah can i just stand can i just walk around no you do can't I, just walk around i'll just cross-legged on the floor i don't care <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't at bartering level yet so anyways we hear this this sound coming from the distance and it sounded kind of like club music but not really it didn't sound like that mm, 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 mm. it wasn't quite like that but it's a loud sound mm -hmm. and someone's like hey what's over there yeah. turns out brand new bar opened up the land of possibilities we don't know what could be inside exactly we opened the door first song i heard i'm so fancy <laughs> and i was nervous because yeah. i was like well i don't know what they're trying to pull here the thing that was so weird, though, there's like, obviously, we're not used to being at a club. Nevertheless, we're not used to being, I don't know why I said nevertheless, that yeah. didn't even fit there. Anyways, <laughs> never mind, like, we haven't been to a club in a while. Never mind, like, trying to figure out how to, like, rekindle our knowledge of clubs. But the thing was, it wasn't even a club. It was like a club-bar hybrid, because they, they didn't have booths like a nightclub. They had like tables where people are just conversing and talking. At the time we got there, there was like six people in the dance floor, but they also had a smoke machine. There's two hammer girls on stage. There's a DJ who looks sad. He's not even fist pounding. I was like, I don't know the exact vibe here. So we sat down for a bit. Yeah. And we all just looked at each other. And we all kind of had to have this weird moment where we're like, are we doing this? Yeah. Are we doing this? Are we going to sit here the whole time and be sad wallflower guys? I'll say that like what happened was we did that and we sat around the table and we all just looked at each other and pounded our drinks like three rounds deep. Yeah. Think, trying to figure out what, the, what we're doing here. What's the move? Exactly. Because we had, we had the core friends. Then we had the other core friends. And then we had the extendo friends who we've met more recently in time. Yes. Now... 
We also met some other people at the pregame location. And I just want to quickly slot this in here. When I'm drinking and having a good time, I am the worst at meeting new people. A girl walked down the stairs who I've never seen in my life. And for some reason, I woke up. I didn't wake up. I wasn't sleeping. I stood up. And I said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, I've just known her a thousand years, you know? Yeah. And then I went and I was taking, I remember, I was kind of, I, if I wasn't drinking, I would have been self-conscious of this. But I took the longest piss ever in the bathroom. It was like, it was like to the point where people are giggling outside. But I just said, hey, how's it going? And then I went and just rocked the longest piss <laughs> of all time. And then I came back out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, hey, geez, whoa. Because yeah. kind of is like an echoey bathroom, you know? You feel like you have to acknowledge it in a weird way. You're like, that was a train of a piss. That right? was a long one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so I, Sorry, lots of orange juice earlier. And then I never asked for the person's name. I never introduced myself. I just sat pretty much right next to it and then just talked to there you. There was a challenge, though. Because it's a challenge to talk to somebody when you're sitting on a chair and they're sitting on the floor cross-legged. True. Because you, you're already, you're a, you're literally looking down on them. Yeah. And I didn't even ask for a name. I was just like, hey, how you doing? Like, I just run the place, you know? Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyways... We're in the we're in the this seated area at the bar, and I don't know who it was. I don't know. I feel like it was Cole or Mira. Yeah, it was definitely Mira. It was definitely them. They hit the dance floor. Now, it is it is on till the break of dawn, like Donkey Kong playing ping pong, whatever you want to say. And I remember when we were doing that awkward thing when we were trying to decide: are we going hard? Are we laying back? I told this stupid story because I'm uncomfortable with silence. <laughs> Because there were two drunk girls on stage, and I was like, no, it's crazy. One time I was in Gimli, you know, the start of every good story. But you got to keep in mind that while you're telling the story, you're doing like... Yeah, I'm like, I'm chair dancing. Like, I'm yeah. swaying side to side. I'm doing like, kind of like the Carlton. Yeah. Because I'm stone sober. I'm like, not stone sober, but I'm not like, drunk enough to chair dance. Yeah, you're in the weird in-between. You're in the in-between. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's from the Stranger Things. There we go. Go ahead. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, there was one time I was in Gimli. And for some reason, I was so hammered. You see those girls dancing on the stage? This is true. There was like 20 girls dancing on the stage. And then someone was like, go up there. And I was like, you know it. And I went up on the stage and I was dancing one guy after 20 girls. And then security had to come and drag me off the stage. And I remember going, this isn't right. <laughs> this isn't right. You can't do this to people. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I was like weirdly like I was being kind of like a, what do they call it? Like a Karen in a way. Because yeah. I was like, I have rights. You guys don't know. But really, I just, I thought I was doing well dancing because all my friends, including you, were egging me on. So they're going like, yeah, keep it going. And I'm like, hey, watch this one. I'm doing like the thing where you uh, grab the back of your head and grab your ankle and like just fucking go <laughs> spaz, you know? Yeah. And then there's all these hot girls doing like sexy dance moves where they're like making out. Then there's me. I'm doing the Macarena. The song's not even on. <laughs> and then the security's like, hey, get out of here. You're scaring all the girls. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you you don't know, man. You 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 think you know. You're you know you are you're sexist. You pull me off. Why? Why? I know why. You know why. Don't. And he's like, all right, all right. And I'm like, all right, all right. I'll get off. I'll get off. So I tell that story. Doesn't he start bargaining with the yeah. person? Yeah. I'll get off, but I want to have two minutes stage time. Yeah. I don't care if it's all it's now or later. I'm I try to it. dance for my future on the stage. All right, I'll show you two more moves, you know. Yeah. You, you you pick your best dancer, I'll pick my best dancer. Here's the trick question. My best dancer is me. Yeah. Dance battle. So I told that embarrassing story that I'm now telling again for really no reason. I just wanted to get kind of I just wanted to get a couple laughs in, make myself comfortable. Yeah. And I got a couple laughs, so now I'm feeling good about myself. There you then go. Then they hit the dance floor, and now I, 
after this, it was all all bets off. Yeah, it was it was. I, I haven't I haven't partied with you, especially. And I would like to say it's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you, of yeah. course. Nobody is a better, especially for me, better drinking partner because. You just know how to egg me on, not to the point where I'm going to do something stupid, but just to the point where I'll make a little bit of a fool of myself. Yeah. And you'll also, in turn, make a fool of yourself. Oh, of course. But we're doing it together. Yeah. And it never, it never ends in like, and then we both got punched in the head. Yeah. It always ends in some ridiculous story, which we'll tell you now. Oh, dude. Okay, first of all, I don't know what was going on, but I felt the fucking soul of a professional dancer inside of me that night i was doing i would turn into trent from last episode there you go i was doing it to the mute i was unbelievable in my head i don't know how i looked in real life but in my head i felt like i was crushing it <laughs> so you you have i know you have a story later but uh you left and i was by myself and i was dancing around and i was going up to people and i was going yeah 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 and i was pointing at them. <laughs> i was going yes yes yeah and they were Surprise to my surprise, fucking with it. They were doing it back to me. They were going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, what? Oh, yeah. This I go up to this group and they're like, uh, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I looked them dead in the eye and I said, "I'm freaking Michael Jackson, bitch." And, and I did. Say? I did this cheesy little spin move. Right. And they were crying laughing. <laughs> one of them was standing there like, this guy's a fucking idiot. And the other one was literally like one knee on the ground, like hollering. <laughs> and so I thought I was crushing it. So I kept dancing around and I'm, you were lost. I don't know where the fuck you went. Dude, I was looking for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is this place has like only had like 30 people. Oh, we, yeah. It was not good that I could get lost in such a small area. Yeah. So I'm lost. And keep in mind, not the tallest guy. And when I get lost, every time I'm hammered, I don't know why I do this. I go on my tippy toes. I don't know why. I, it's not like I can see over people. Now. And nobody looks cool on their tippy toes. But I always do it. And I'm still dancing. I'm on my tippy toes. I'm doing like, a, like I said last episode, I'm like a compass trying to find north. I'm in the middle of the dance floor, just slowly 360ing on my tippy toes while doing this awkward head bob thing. Because you can't really move your legs when you're on your tippy toes. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm looking for you guys, and I see that there's this group of three girls, and they're like pointing at me, and they're kind of like laughing. But in my mind, I'm still the, the Mr. Funny, and I think, oh, I'm getting laughs. I'm getting attention. Yeah. I'm getting validation here. Meanwhile, they're probably like, this guy's such an idiot. Look at him. Yeah. You know? So I'm right in the middle of the whole dance floor, and I see that they notice whatever the hell I'm up to. So I walk over to them, and I just randomly go, Little Sipsky. Sorry. That was all good. I, uh, anyway, I, uh, I walk over to this group of three uh, girls and I just go, Hey, what's going on, you pants crew? <laughs> pants crew. And then one girl said, What the hell did you just call us? And I was like, Oh, you, you the pants crew. Red pants, plaid pants, plaid pants. You the pants crew. <laughs> She's like, What the hell is your problem? Like, that's the vibe of them. Yeah. But they're all looking at me, and I'm like, oh, this story. It's not even a story. I'm just pointing out very obvious observations, you mm -hmm. know? So you guys got the coolest pants. Hey, I need a good question here. Where is my crew? And I did this with my – I put my index finger out, and I did a 360. Yeah. Where's my crew? You did a wrap it up? I did a wrap it up sign. I was like, hey, pants crew, where's my crew? <laughs> hey, where is it? And they're all just instantly like they're over there. And I was like, oh, okay. Because they probably caught on to what – 
uh, I have noticed about you. What's that? Here's the telltale sign that Milan is not just drunk, but head over heels hammered. Yeah. You can fucking put that on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> when you are so obliterated, the one thing that you do that's a, a telltale sign that you're drunk is you'll just start pointing out things that are either happening or that are already <laughs> apparent. Like you'd be like, look at everybody's wearing shoes here. Yeah. Like shoes, shoes, you're wearing shoes. I got a t-shirt on. It's blue. I think I would like to stick up for myself. I think it would be slightly more yeah. uh, descriptive. Like I'd be like, I'm noticing a lot of open toes here. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You know, But I bump you like it's a big top yeah. secret, you know? Or you'll be like, buddy over there is doing a lot of dancing. <laughs> Call him happy feet. Eh? Yeah. Doing the twirls? He's like a little twirler. Yeah. You're like, yeah, all right. yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. But that's how I always know. Every time you get descriptive. Yeah. Or I go uh, like, uh, I noticed that guy. He only drinks gin and tonics. Anyways, no, no. keep on what you're this doing. This is one of the best moments I do yours. Because like, <laughs> as you get even more and more drunk, yeah. they get worse and worse. Like, oh, they're less clever I, can't even, clever. I can't even imagine. One time you walked up to me and you went, I was wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. And you went, what up? What's, no, you said, what's up, arms? <laughs> I was like, this is not that, that night. This is the nights before. Yeah. And I was like, yep, you're at stage 10 right now. Yeah. So anyways, you were saying that in your mind, you think you can kill the dance floor when you're drunk. And, you, and I think you can hold your own. Yeah. Kill it. I don't know if either of us are in kill it territory, but we are in hold your own. It's not like you see us and go like, oh my God, look at that guy. What a loser. But you know what you, I do think you think? What? I think you think, wow, for a guy that looks that generic white, mm-hmm. he can keep his beat. He can keep his own. There we go. You know? You're representing the tribe well. Exactly. So if you think that you're doing that good of a job as a dancer, imagine this. I think, I, especially when I'm drinking, I think I'm 10 times funnier than I, than I am, as you've seen from the pants comments I made earlier. So I remember I was in the bathroom, and I was laughing my ass off, and I was typing something into my phone. And you know those like TikToks where people go like, bro, who got you smiling like that? Yeah. I'm literally writing in my notes app comedy premises and laughing my ass off at my own comedy premise that I'm struggling to type out. So I'm pretty much laughing at my future self telling this joke hysterically and I'm taking up a spot at the urinal and I'm t- as I'm typing this. Yeah. So I'd like, I woke up the next morning. I'd like to read you guys what I wrote in my phone that was causing me hysterical laughter at the urinal. So I write down, hit ting, G, the wall, in a nightclub, inside that nightclub, new paragraph. If this is in front of a urinal, this will equal instant friendship. That, <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. That sounds like uh, if you've ever gone to an escape room, the clue that they slip under the door to try to give you <laughs> yeah. a hint. And you're like taking a telescope. You're trying to like match up the E's to the eyes, you know, to yeah. try to figure out like the hidden riddle. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Because I kind of like bumped into something and then a guy was like, whoa, whoa. And I was like, hey, whoa. And then I thought that guy was my friend. I don't know what I was thinking. It's bathrooms. Bathrooms are magical places, man. Well, let my, me tell you something. Can I quickly slip something in? Go for it. So I'm uh, talking to my sister. Yeah. And she's like I said, I think she's 15. Um, and she, we're driving, I'm driving to go to a Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. And she goes, oh my God. I have met so many girls in the bathroom. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I go to the bathroom and I don't know what it is about me being in the bathroom, but I feel comfortable enough to go up to girls and be like, what's your name? Mm -hmm. And I was like, and people respond well to that. And she's like, yeah, I've met tons of good friends in the bathroom. And I was like, just wait till you get older. Because once you get older, it's the same thing. 
just without the just with instead of what's your name, it switched up to oh my god, you look so pretty mm-hmm. for girls. Mm-hmm. Whereas guys, you don't really meet friends. No, you don't meet friends. You might get the occasional fist pound, but that's it. Yeah. But that perfectly leads into what I was gonna say is in the bathroom they have like the bathroom attendant guy, right? Yeah. And in our city, there's one guy. He's this African dude, and he has a catchphrase that has it has stretched across the nations. And his phrase, I don't know how he popularized this, but he will just, it's like a call and response. He'll yell out, pussy juice. And then everybody yells out, pussy juicy again. Yeah. No, no, first it's, brruh, brruh, brruh. Yeah. He goes three times, pussy juicy. And then you say, pussy juicy. And or sometimes you'll be like, pussy juicy. It's like a whole thing, you yeah. know? He's like a hype man of the bathroom. Yeah. So I'm hammered. I just finished writing down that awesome comedy premise that made literally no sense at all. Yeah, you're hidden riddle. <laughs> I don't know what that was. And I walk over to this guy, and this guy uh, didn't tip him or something. And I just randomly went, can you believe these people? I don't know why I said that. Because he didn't give him a tip. Did you, know? you tip him? Yeah, I did. I was going to say, how funny <laughs> would it be if you said <laughs> walk away after that? Can you believe these people? No. Sayonara, buddy. No. So I start talking to this guy. And now, because I tipped him, I just I was just holding him hostage with conversation. Because in my mind, I was like, he's probably bored. He doesn't get a lot of conversation. All he has is pussy juicy. And after that, nobody talks to him. Yeah. I am going to go further. I am going to talk to this guy. So I go up to him and I'm like, man, how long have you been in the bathroom game for? There's little things I'm saying. And he goes, oh, man, a couple years, a couple years. I was like, Awesome, man. That's really awesome for you. And how did you come up with the pussy juicy thing? He's like, my brother gave it to me. I was like, that's some kind of brother, man. That's some kind of brother. He could have had that for himself, and he just <laughs> gave it away for you for nothing? That's like your calling card. Dude. I was saying this to him. He's like, oh, yes, good brother, good brother. And I was like, let me ask you a question. And I don't mean to be too forward. I was like, where, he was like, where uh, did you move here from? And he's like, Africa. I was like, no, but we're in Africa. And he goes, oh, you know Africa. <laughs> because I knew that Africa is a continent, not a country. Yeah. And in my mind, as hammed as I was, I was like, that really shows you how ignorant the average person is. Yeah. So uh, I think he said he's from Uganda or Nigeria. I don't remember which one. It's kind of Central Africa. And then now I talk to this guy about that. He goes, I came here with nothing. And he keeps going on and on. And I was like, you know what you are? And I'm like poking him, you know? Yeah. I'm like, you're a hero, man. You came here <laughs> with nothing. Nothing. You came here with nothing. I don't know why. It was kind of a, maybe offensive. I assume you came here with nothing. Maybe you came here with gold. But he also works in a bathroom, so I don't know. It all evens out. Yeah. So like, you're a hero. You come here with nothing. And you come up, well, no, you didn't come up with it. Your brother gave it to you. But you say pussy juicy. And you don't, do you rest? No. <laughs> Just like ask him questions and then responding to them, you know? Yeah. Like, do you rest? No. Where were you like where were you yesterday? Where did you work yesterday? He's like, Oh, I was at this nightclub. I was like, see that? You don't take a day off. You're out here. And I just I won't stop talking to this guy. You're like, you know what you do? You unite people. <laughs> you bring people together with the power of pussy juicy. <laughs> yeah, so as I'm doing this, this guy, people are walking by me. I don't care. I'm just captivated by this guy. So to the point where he he starts taking his colognes. And he, he's giving me spritzes. And I think, I'm like, wow, he must be entertained. He's paying me with free spritzes. Now that I'm in my clear mind, I realize he probably was like, get this fucking guy away from me. I'm going to spritz him all day. It hopes he goes away, right? Yeah. 
So he spritz this by one wrist. I'm like, hey, 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 wouldn't it be crazy? You take that one right there, that one right there, that one right there. Because I, I say things a lot over when yeah. I'm drinking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you take that one right there, right there, and you put it on this wrist. And then, I don't know if people ask you this often. So pardon me if this is too much. <laughs> You're very socially aware here. You take another one. Because I don't want to be annoying, but I'm being so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you take another one. You put it on this wrist, and then what I'll do is I'll take both my wrists, I'll put them together, and I'll rub them together, and I'll create cologne fusion. <laughs> I'll create it. So I have like my own cologne that you don't have. Nobody will have it. It'll only be me. And he's just looking at me like, this guy is insane, you know? You know what my favorite part So of that's where it was that whole time. I was chatting up that guy. You know what one of my favorite parts of that story is? What? The fact that... His brother bestowed the pussy juicy on him. Yeah. Because I just picture it like a fucking medieval scene when, like, a king is giving his son the crown, you know? Like, yeah. He's, he goes up to him at the, at the dinner table, and he's like, I don't know what his name is. Let's say it's Arnold. Okay. It's like, Arnold. <laughs> it's been 465 days since I last said bra bra. <laughs> I've waited a long time for this. <laughs> you have shown me that you have the power of the pussy juicy, and I... Donald <laughs> Pussy Juicy Dufresne bestow upon you the power to bring people together yeah. in the dirtiest bathrooms across the city with one simple phrase. Yeah. Say it with me, brother. Bra, 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 pussy juicy. <laughs> and then like it's like a surge of power goes through them. like... <laughs> And he becomes the new Pussy Juicy guy. There we go. That's the origin story right there. Yeah, it is. That's how it happened. So after this whole thing goes down, I have a renewed conference because I wrote down a great bit about hit the wall, that equals friends. I still don't know what that means. I come out with the confidence of, of 10 of the usual me. I find you. And I, I don't know what brought this upon me. I decide that I need to redeem myself and go back on the stage. Yeah. Don't know why, you know? Yeah. So we went on the stage. And I, in my mind, I'm invigorated with the power of the pussy juice. And I think now nothing can stop me. I'm on stage. And I decide to do something good for you. <laughs> yes, you did. And for some reason, I'm dancing away. And everybody's probably looking at me because it's probably terrible. And I, I locked eyes with this blonde girl. And I put up my hand. And to my surprise, she puts her hand in my hand, and I pull her up on the stage, and it's loud, right? Loud. So much music, so much <laughs> shit going on. And I go, my friend's good at dancing. He's great. He's always dancing. And I just kept saying <laughs> dancing loud, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, cool. I was like, look at him. He's right there. Isn't he good? He's so good at dancing. I kept hitting dancing. And then I just kind of was like, okay, okay, you, okay. But what was funny about that is you thought you were doing me a favor, but while you were in the bathroom getting bestowed the power of the pussy juicy, yeah. uh, that same girl was on the, I was on the stage, she was on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And this weird fucking weird little weird dude <laughs> is trying to grind on her. First, first of all, she was like pretty tall. I don't okay. know if you remember. Like she was probably I like, remember nothing. She was probably like five foot eight, which for a girl is decently tall. Right. Not taller than me, not a big deal. <laughs> uh... And so I see this like guy, she's like five foot eight. He looked like he's like five foot four mm-hmm. trying to like grind on her. And she looked uncomfortable. Oh, how could you not be? So I came to the, I came to save the day. 
I extend my hand on the stage. I pull her up. Next thing you know, we're doing like this cool, like kind of like, it's not like a tango, but it was definitely, it hit the music different than a normal, like you're doing a drunken spin around. Like I spun her around and I felt like the fucking man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Pull her on the stage and then like we, which is because this is funny. I don't know. I just like, I locked eyes with her, mm-hmm. and we, she gave me this look that I, I was, she was like, it looked like, you know when two people lock eyes, and in the movies, and it's supposed to be like, they're falling in love? Okay, I wasn't falling in love with her, love at first sight type shit, yeah. but we had a moment where both of our eyes just locked, mm-hmm. and she came up to me, and she like, was trying to like dance dance with me, mm-hmm. and remember how I was talking about how like, I just had been struggling with the game lately? Yeah. In previous episodes? It hit me again. Right. I was after being so smooth and twirling her around like a fucking champ and dancing so well with her. I just, the next song came on after like I, just, I spun her around there before <laughs> yeah. we locked the eyes. Right. And I was like doing the perfect shmurda. Mm-hmm. It was for me that felt like an accomplishment. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. Like I hit every beat. My knees were moving while my arms and my uh, the rest of my body was moving. I felt fucking good about right. it. You okay. Know? And she saw that I was killing it and we had this electric moment where our eyes locked yeah and then she came up to me and she tried to dance with me and i just i went uh, uh, yeah no no i'm going i gotta sorry i gotta get another drink somebody's calling me gotta get another drink i left the stage and then fast forward five minutes later you come (laughs) and bring her back on the stage when i get up there yeah and the same weirdness happens again (laughs) because it seems like you've told me Make sure I I am always by this girl. That's what it seems like, probably from her perspective. Yeah. Because she just left, and now I come and go like, no, he, he's good at dancing, dancing. I keep hitting dancing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just so weird. And then what was weird though, what made me feel okay about it afterwards, is after that, it was just like that electric eye contact that we we're having. Right. But sh- like, either I was on the floor and she was on the dance floor, or I was on the dance floor and she was on the floor. And every time we crossed paths, we just I just switched automatically because I was so embarrassed about it. Yeah. But it was okay because we just had that eye contact, and I was like, I don't feel bad now. You know. Right. I also I had a couple uh, a couple big blunders because I was literally just having the time of my life, hanging out with you, hanging out with all the friends. And uh, I remember at one point I got lost again. So who do I go to? Pants crew. Because I know that they know me because of my great pants comments I made. Yeah. And I know that they know my crew. So I'm, I'm lost, separated from the tribe. I go back to pants. I go, hey, pants, red pants, plaid pants, beige pants. Remember that? <laughs> I say that whole thing again. And they're kind of like laughing. But I think it's more like they're laughing at me. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I'm a comedy genius. Yeah, the pants thing is The crushing. pants thing is killer, you know? Yeah. So what's going on, pants? And uh, they're like, let me guess, your crew. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now all, all the pants are looking, like, looking just like me on tippy toes, looking for, for you guys. Yeah. And uh, as this is happening... This guy comes along, and he's got his hat on backwards, and uh, his hat is kind of like on the very tippy top of his head, and he's just a fuck, you know? I don't know how else to explain him. That wasn't very articulate, but that's what he is. He's a fuck. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. So he goes out to them, and he's going like, hey, he's he's belligerently drunk, maybe more drunk than me. And for some reason, I don't know why I did this, I was just like, uh, do you guys ever hear something funny? And they're like, what? 
<laughs> that's like guys like that. They're not funny, right? But also, I haven't said one funny thing this whole night. But in my mind, I'm fucking you need the pants thing. The pants it. thing. The pants bit is it's a closer, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, they don't. You don't hear funny things, do you? And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, guys like that, they're not funny. They got their hats on backwards. Now I'm doing the observation thing, but to them. I'm like, but it sounds worse because it sounds like you're like doing a thing where you're like trying to get them to say that you're funny. And they won't say it. They won't bite, you know? Yeah. Because that's all I want is I want people to say I'm funny. That's my validation. That's my skill set. How weird would that be though? Incredi- oh, incredibly weird. I wasn't even trying. Like, I think they were laughing. At one point they laughed like really hard because – as I, I mean, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but you constantly having guys coming up to you trying to hit on you, and I'm doing material that's not real material. I'm just trying to get laughs out of you. But I'm also thinking it would be weird for you, like as much as you want them to be, them to be like, oh my god, you're so funny. Imagine yeah. you're dancing with somebody and they go, you know what? You're funny. <laughs> like that- it might seem like you're like in your head, it might seem cool, but if they actually said that to you, it'd be fucking. Terrifying. Really? That's like my ultimate dream right there. If somebody just turned to you mid dance with like you're you're all fucking getting down and they yeah. just turned to you and went, Hey, hey, you're funny. You just be, I know. Woohoo! You just keep right back into it. I would make me feel maybe, so uncomfortable. Maybe that's maybe that's the difference. That's the yig of the yang. Yeah. But anyways, I'm like guys like that, they're not funny. And then they're like, What the fuck is wrong with you? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, you really think that guy's gonna come up with one funny word? <laughs> He's not. He's not going to say anything funny this whole night. Look at them. Backwards hat, backwards hat, backwards hat, backwards hat. I'm just pointing them out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if you, call, if you call them over and you're like, hey, yeah. hey, Drace. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fucking coming up with a douche name. Yeah. Like, say something funny. Yeah. Say something funny, you know? Yeah. So anyways, I, somehow, I don't even remember what happened to that guy because really, this guy could have just fucking punched me in the face. I just said he's not funny. The first word he said. Yeah. And then now the the pants crew thinks that, that that whatever shit show I got going on is entertaining. I don't think they find it funny. I think they just think I'm funny in the way a jester's funny. Yeah. You know? You're like a circus animal. Yeah, yeah. I would say animal, a circus act. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so I was like, where's my friends? I was like, would it be crazy if you picked me up to look for my friends? <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you saying? But they just, now, they made the mistake of laughing at me because now I won't stop. <laughs> I'm just, just keep, I only have two things that are working. Where's my friends? And look at your pants. And I remember at one point, this is like kind of where things really started fogging up. I said, this, this is maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. But I said, what leaves your, how, what leave, what goes into your mind and leave, you leave your house and you say, I'm going to wear my red pants. <laughs> I don't know what that was, what I was saying. I was like, what, leave, what, when you leave the house and then obviously no one said anything. So you have to repeat it now, yeah. which is the worst thing ever. Yeah. I was like, when you left your house, what made you think I'm going for the red pants? And she's like, um, I don't know. I just like, I like them, I guess. I was like, makes sense. <laughs> and, then I, and then I just walked away because I knew my reign was over. Once I did that and I just bombed, now I'm, I lost the audience. They're done. I'm bombing. I bomb enough as it is. I don't need to bomb when I'm not even doing comedy. And then I just walked away. And I was really, like, I don't know why I keep saying that I was really hammered because everyone was. It's also a bar, so it makes sense. Yeah. It's not like I was at fucking daycare, you know? Yeah. So 
I walked away. And I remember in my mind, pants crew, they just kept all looking at me and giggling, which is like the telltale sign. Usually, they're like, in, if you do anything except for try to do comedy <coughs> on a dance floor, and people are giggling, they're probably saying something nice about you. Yeah. Saying like, oh, he's so adorable. But I guarantee you, they were all giggling, saying, what the hell was that pants, that last pants thing? What I was like, that? I feel <laughs> like, you know, uh, there's like that moment of silence. <laughs> Where like three people just start dancing and then one of them goes like, what the, the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? Yeah. But, but what I love about that is that they're, for the rest of their life, they're going to, I hope that they're friends. And they're always going to have that thing. Of, remember that guy who yeah. came up to us and said, you won't see one funny guy in here? You know what? I'll uh, pump our tires as, as, as a duo. Okay. I feel like we have something good going for us when we're at the club. No matter how dumb... Something we say is how like out of place it is, or how much like weird dancing we're doing. I feel like there's never a moment where we enter a group and the the three people are like get these fucking memes. Yeah, it's never like I've never felt that I've entered somebody's group and they it's ruined their time. And I'm pretty socially aware. I think we are yeah. both pretty socially aware. Where it's like if I I could feel the vibe, or if somebody was like, please leave me the fuck alone. How yeah. much? Okay, this is gonna sound like a stonerish thought. How much do you believe in auras? Like the aura somebody gives off. I think I heavily believe in that. Because you, you can catch it. Like you can feel if somebody's like, I don't know, maybe that's not everybody, but you can feel when somebody's like, actually, hold on. Some people don't have good radars. That's what leads to a lot of bad situations where people are like, oh, this girl wants me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I never think that first. You know? I never think that. It's like one of my major flaws. I can't admit somebody likes me. Like, but like, is like trying to like get with you, you know? Mm-hmm. I never think that first. Mm-hmm. I always just think fun first, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. If anybody, like guys, girls, whatever. Yeah. No, I totally get yeah. that. So I think like if you go in with that perspective, yeah, then you're never going to be wrong. Because like most of the time people want to have fun. So when you're entering a room, unless you're putting off weird fucking vibes... Or weird, weird order. <laughs> yeah. Because my thing is, like, we always have this weird shit happen to us. But also, not many people are approaching people with the level of openness that we are. Yeah. How many people are going up to a group of people and calling them the pants crew? Yeah. And then f- trying to make them laugh. Nobody's doing that. So that's probably why we always have all this weird shit happen to us is because people feel comfortable enough to say some weird shit to us because we're going to say some weird shit to them. You know what we do at the start of every single time we've gone out fucking since I think we're about... Since Nam. Since Nam, dude. Yeah. yeah. Every single time we go out, we always do that thing where there's a song on and we all... Because we usually go with a group of people. Yeah. And we all put our foot feet in the middle. Yes. One after another. And that gets the people going. That is a crowd raiser. Because then everybody joins, and then it's everybody feels like we're all together. Just to paint a picture, we, like let's say, like I said, six to eight people last time. Yeah. We all are in a circle, and we all put, or we're arm in arm, and we're all doing like Russian kicks, putting our feet to the center of the circle. And every single time, if you start doing that, more and more people are going to join in. Yeah. Now everybody knows you as the people who start fun things. I would say, though, pro tip, if you're going to do that, have at least four people first. Yes. Don't do, do not it. do that with your one friend. Yeah. Because then it's a little weird. Unless you're really, you really have a look on your face where it's like, all right, this guy's, this guy's awesome, you know? Oh, exactly. I also, another comedy thing I did, um, <laughs> comedy thing I did. I, w- I was outside because I needed some air. 
because I was just sweating my yeah. ass off. You guys abandoned me in there when you guys all went outside. Yes, we did. Because everybody else was like, we're going for a smoke, and I didn't know what to do. I thought you were going to stay in with me, and you just yeah. went, you looked at me, and you like kind of like uh, Quasimodo stumbled outside with them. I was like, well, where are you going? Because here's the thing. I know why you thought I was going to stay inside, because I don't smoke. Yeah. I've never smoked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not something I do. Yeah. So I went outside. And uh, everybody's smoking because it's the smoking area. Yeah. But I'm behooved. <laughs> what is everybody smoking? You know, but I didn't know people still smoke, but yeah. it's a fucking smoking area, right? So I remember I went to go outside and they have the bouncer out there too. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And in my mind, I thought he knows I don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I was carrying a drink and I guess you're not supposed to take a drink outside. So he goes, you can't drink, you have to, have to drink that. And I looked him right in the eye, I went, go, 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 go. I drink it. And he looked him right in the face. Like I was making a point. Yeah. And then I put my glass on the floor and walked to the smoking thing. And I remember he just kept looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? Because I put my glass on the floor, like that was my big point. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if you put your glass on the floor, you yeah. know? So I walk over to all the people, all my, all my friends that are having to smoke. And someone says, do you smoke? And I say no. But I'll take. But I was like, but I'll take your cigarette for one second. And they're like, why? And I was like, you want to see a character? I do. <laughs> I don't do characters. <laughs> what am I? I'm not an SNL guy. Yeah. So I remember it was Mira, and I took her cigarette, and I was like, I call this the guy who's making a point. And I took a drag of a cigarette. I was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and I gave her the cigarette back. And I just walked away. And I remember uh, the security guard who saw me, do, he saw me do all of this. Yeah. He, I could tell he just lost all respect for me. Yeah. Like, as a man, he's just like, this guy's a child. First you know? thing he did is have the exact same moment that the pants girls had. <laughs> yeah. He did the exact same thing where we went, what the fuck was that? But it was weird because, like, when I do all this stuff, if I did it in any other situation, obviously I would be embarrassed. But I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. In my mind, as soon as somebody, I see them, and I, they're laughing at some stupid shit I did, I'm always like, I hope they tell whoever they live with that this happened. And it just makes me so happy. I don't know why. I just I just love that shit. Yeah. I love that like somebody's going home, and they're saying, you should have seen this guy. He thought he was doing an SNL character, and he said... You don't know what you're talking about. And then gave the person their cigarette back. And the best part of all of that is that it was on Thanksgiving weekend. So yeah. those people are going back to their family dinners with <laughs> yeah. stories to tell. Yeah. What happened? Oh, how was your weekend? How was my weekend? I got called red pants the entire night <laughs> at a new club. Yeah. And like, oh, that guy must have been, he, he must have been hitting on you constantly. They're like, no. no. <laughs> it's a turn of events. No. <laughs> you know? He was just pointing out that I was indeed wearing red pants. <laughs> because... I don't know about you. I think, like you're saying that your your game or whatever you want to call it, I feel like having all I know how to do is try to be funny. It's yeah. all I know how to do my whole life. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine the pressure of going up to a lady that especially you find attractive. And I just would like to say at a nightclub, somehow everybody's attractive. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. You never see just somebody that they're just an ugly person Dude. ever. We all didn't, we all weren't ready. We didn't look like we were out for the night out. We all dressed like we were going to a dive bar. Yeah. But we so still look good. 
I think it's just the beard goggles thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but I've never seen... Anyways, imagine going into that environment and your mission is either to get some action or to get a number or to find a girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine the pressure. I don't... I honestly could say I don't really know because I'm just trying to be funny all the time. Yeah. Imagine the pressure of going up to somebody and honestly trying to say like... uh Hey, what's the chances I can get yeah. a de- You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know how to do that. See, that's the thing. And there's like, going to be a time in my life when it's not cute that I'm doing fucking jokes. Yeah, you're 35. It's not funny anymore. Yeah. And th- I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I don't want to be that nerdy guy. Yeah. But I'm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like I don't do. I don't go up to people and do like the jokes. <laughs> yeah. But I go in with the full intention of like either dancing my ass off or just having as much fun as possible. Like yeah. I don't go in thinking like I'm looking for my future wife. Anymore, yeah. You know? Yeah. Or I'm looking for a, like somebody to bring home. Yeah. So that's like when something or a situation where it's like a, it's like imperative that I've landed myself in a situation where I could. Yeah. By accident. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like now I'm frozen because like what the fuck? I didn't mean to do this. You know? Yeah. I was an engine for this. It, well, exactly. I think that whole leads that all leads back to the thing I said, where I can never admit somebody likes me because it's unfathomable because I've been doing fucking saying dumb shit the whole time. Yeah. But sometimes people latch onto that, dude. The amount of people that came up to that came up to me and you, mm-hmm. and we're just like randomly like dancing or having a conversation with us, yeah. Or like try to join our friend, like our yeah. group of friends, yeah. It was kind of. I think it goes back to that that open aura thing. Yeah. Like you're open to people, so people are open to you. I also think it's like good because we never stay in the same spot. It's not like we're dancing in the same spot all night. We're constantly we're like an orbit. We're moving around. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, if you're the blonde <laughs> girl that was at uh, the village, oh well, that was the worst thing of all time. If you're the blonde girl that was at the village in on in Corden <laughs> or in, on Osborne on whatever day that was whatever day that was Friday, Friday yeah give Braden one Mr. Brain James Solberg a call yeah uh, I was thought it was so funny I remember we left the bar actually I left the bar and then the guy said I couldn't come back in really yeah that was like 10 minutes of my night oh. and I was just outside fucking shooting the shit with people Oh. And everybody came outside and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just need air. But I just made a mistake and I couldn't come back in. Yeah. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> like, I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you, just, you left and you just couldn't get back in because it's Yeah, the guy's like, you can't come back in now. I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I was outside and uh, in my mind, I did such a good job of setting up with, with uh, blonde hair. That it was undeniable that the two of you were going to form everlasting love. So I was outside. I was outside, and I was going, "Yes, yes, fucking Braden, yes, I yes." And then you came outside and joined me, and I said the whole thing about how I needed air, which is a lie. And then uh, I remember we were walking, and I kept saying, "Why don't we go home? Why don't we go home?" Because we didn't go home. We went back to our other friend's house. Yeah. And now I've become like a nine-year-old going, "Why? Why aren't we going home?" Yeah. And I also I kept repeating. I said, I knew it. I know you. I know you. And you like the ladies. And I kept doing that thing where I'm stuck on the one phrase. I was like, you like the ladies of the blonde persuasion. I kept saying of the blonde persuasion because it was so funny in my head. Yeah. But now that I say it out loud, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? I was like, the blonde persuasion, I was on it for you. You know why? Because that's what I want. 
I want you to be happy. Because you're the best. You're the best fucking guy. Now I'm just drunk, yeah, drunk idiot. Mess. You know, and, and then you also too are a drunken mess. Yeah, I was fucking. I was the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but for some reason you weren't trying to do say this all this stupid shit. I think it was because I was burning off, dancing so hard a little. Yeah, bit. I kept myself kept myself like even keel because I was so dancing so. Much I will give it to you. You were not afraid to step outside of your wheelhouse. In the dance. I have the one two-step thing I do. And then, if I feel really good, I kind of mime what other people are doing. Yeah. That's my move. Because if you're doing what other people are doing, they don't realize it's bad. But if you're doing, your, if, if you're doing the thing where you're grabbing the back of your head and then just spaz it out with your ankle, yeah. you look like a moron. You're either going for the laugh or you look like an idiot. <laughs> one, of <the laughs> one of the two. But, uh, yeah, we did it up at Kenzie, or our friends. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We can say it. Kenzie's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you, as soon as we got there... You were done. Like because, went, yeah. You went to bed. We're like, we're going to 7-Eleven. And you're like, no, I gotta, yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah, I can't do that. So you went and you were like, hit the sheets as soon as we got there. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we stayed up for a bit, but not, not very long at all. No, I remember, because um, I thought, I thought we, we should go home. That's why I kept asking, why don't we go home? Because we were next to yeah. our home. Yeah, we walked past our house to go to Kenzie's. So I didn't understand that, obviously. And when I woke up, something was tickling my face. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's this like fluffy, frilly pink thing. Pink pillow. Yeah. And I've never been more disoriented in my life. Because I thought I was at my house. But turns out I was not. I was mm-hmm. on a couch with a pink thing in my face. And I woke up. And I went upstairs. And uh, Carson, who also lives there, great guy, was like, you want some coffee? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take some coffee. And then I had a moment of pure panic because I knew that I obviously would be trying to say funny things the whole night, but I didn't know what I said the whole way home after the blonde persuasion thing. I didn't remember one thing. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I? I did, legitimately didn't even think... I, I walked there. Yeah. I was thinking, like, did I take a cab here? Did I take the bus here? What the hell happened? Yeah. I was like, panicking for a second. And then I was like, oh, no, where's my shoes? And I was, like, really nervous about it because I was like, what if I took off my shoes somewhere? Yeah. And they were my nice shoes, too. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. And then I remember Carson was like, did you come through the front door? I was like, you have a front door? <laughs> It just blew my mind, but of course they have a front door. Yeah, And uh, yeah, I couldn't, I remember the last thing I was thinking on the walk home was, there's no way Brandon's going to wake up to help his brother move. I had to wake up, I don't know why the fuck you planned this this early on a Saturday. Yeah. My brother, he was moving, and he, he had to move to, he's moving to, he moved to Blumenort. What the hell is that? It's like way in the fucking south side of the city. It's like by Steinbeck. So how far was the U-Haul trip to get the stuff from point A to point B? Well, we're, from where I was, I had to walk from Kenzie's to back to our house. It was like 15 minutes. Right. And then drive from our house to to, to Transcona. Yeah. So it's like a 30-minute drive. Right. So first of all, I woke up. I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be there at 8, eight o'clock. Yeah. And I woke up at 8.15. I woke up like, oh, <laughs> what the f- what the oh no and then I stumbled around the house I'm shit you not for about 10 minutes right going like fuck where's my fucking keys where's my keys where's my wallet my wallet was on like in between a couch somewhere my keys were fucking on the roof like it was just like a mess you know yeah I'm waking everybody up in the process Derek slightly woke up because he's sleeping on the little couch on the top stair and he just went like oh what up dude 
brightest day. I was still a little hammered too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put my shoes on and like bust my ass because I had to go home. First of all, I had to brush my teeth because I probably rank like fucking alcohol. Yeah. And then throw on some deodorant, some clothes and take off. But the funniest thing was the walk of shame home. Dude, I have never been more like, I don't know what the word is, but like I've never had such an outer body experience in my entire life. And there's only one way that I can really showcase it to you guys. And it's through this video that I took on the walk home. Yeah. I'm going to play the audio and you can just listen. You don't need to see me talk, but you can just listen to my voice and tell how absolutely dummied I was. Oh my God, dude. Live update. Fucking walking home. I think I'm so loud. And uh, I feel like shit. Fuck, dude. I don't know if I drank Capitini's last night, but my brain is a fucking scrambled eggs right now. Holy smokes. Well, it's time to help my brother move. A little brush teeth action. Get the brush, the breath, breath. Oh, fuck. Get my breath smelling right. Throw a sweater on. Nine and ten. Fuck, dude. Look at this thing rolling. All right. Well, fucking deuces. And have a good day. So you can clearly tell that I wasn't in the greatest state of mind. But just picture this. Picture that guy walking down the street in the same clothes as yesterday. Classic walk of shame fashion. Nice. And the only people that are up are old ladies walking their dogs and people jogging. And the other walk of shame people. So I'm saying that shit, talking to my phone, and there's one lady walking her little beagle, and she looked at me with the most frightened look in her eye I've ever seen in my entire life. So I had to walk home, change, drive, which I probably shouldn't have, but I did. And I wasn't like hammered, but I maybe like a little inebriated, whatever. So I got to the, the, the thing, and now that I stopped my car and I got out and I saw like all the moving that I had to do, like lift heavy objects, I felt like a bag of rocks. I've never been so hung over in my life. I was like, I had like the meats, the Sunday scaries, like my hands were shaking. I was sweating. Yeah. And then I, t- I walked up and there, as soon as I walked up to my brother, he's just like, you had a rough night, didn't you? I was like, dude, I had the craziest night. Cause at the best of times, you are not a fan of the physical work the way I am not a fan of filling out forms. I see a stack of forms, I literally makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. I go, oh my God. And then sometimes if you're feeling good, you'll be like, give me a pen. And you just do it all for, what's your social insurance number or whatever the fuck you need to know. Yeah. Whereas if I see a U-Haul truck with a whole bunch of couches and shit, it doesn't like bother me. I'm just like, all right, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I don't have to use my brain. Whereas you're like, is there not a tool we have for this? Do we have do we have a dolly? Okay, you do. So why am I? You know, like it just bothers you that you have to do it. Whereas the form bothered me, you know? Yeah. So I can't imagine seeing you on two hours of sleep going to Bloomingdale North, <laughs> wherever the hell you're going. Yeah. <laughs> and moving couches. I can't see it. I cannot believe you actually went. Yeah. I was I was saying, I was saying at the beginning of the night when I was pretending to play the guitar that <laughs> as if there's there's not the guy who actually is playing the guitar is usually pretty annoying. Imagine the guy pretending to play the guitar. Yeah. That's me, you know? <laughs> so anyway, I remember saying, Ten to one odds, Braden misses his thing, you know, it's listening, you know. 
he's gonna miss it. He's gonna miss it. But kudos to you, because you troop, you were a trooper. I will say this. I get it. I, I know I get it from my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't care what if I almost nearly got murdered the night before. I very rarely miss work or miss something that I dedicated myself hey. to. Both of us, I will say, I have never in my life missed an obligation, an appointment, a work shift, anything because of what I chose to do the day before. The closest, go ahead. No matter what, yeah. we always make it. The closest I've like closest to thing that I've done to like taking a day off is sometimes I'll get to work. Like say I was working at a bar, I'll get to work and I'll be like, uh, hey, if you need to cut somebody, you can cut me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to fuck them over, you know? Exactly. But even like any job I've done or any like responsibility, if you don't need me, I will go. But yeah. if you need me, I'll be here and I'll do it, you know? Yeah. So you made it there. It was a, uh, it was a great time. Until I got fucking pulled over. Oh, you got pulled over. Yeah, I'm not going to talk, talk about this a lot. But I got pulled over and I, last time I got pulled over, I fake cried, got my way out of it. Yeah. This time, did, didn't even try. I was just, yeah. you know, give me the ticket. I went 99 and an 80. Yeah. Fucking got a $300 ticket. That's the worst. But, uh. You know what? Maybe I deserved it. Maybe. So, whatever. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm taking and that it. was coming home from the moving, right? Yeah, that was coming so home. So you already moved the whole the whole yeah. person's life, and now your reward is a ticket. Yeah. And before you try to cancel me, I was not inebriated when I was driving. No, back, so. no, no. It's so funny, though, because I have never seen a person in my life except getting a ticket as well as you did. You walked into the apartment with the pink slip in your hand. And everybody knows the pink slips either you got fired or you got a ticket. And the slurpee. <laughs> you're like, hey, look what I got. And just to piss you off, I was like, a slurpee? You're like, no, <laughs> no, no. 99 and 80 by ass. <laughs> I'm fighting this. He's not getting away with it. <laughs> I'm at least getting it reduced. Yeah. Uh, at the very least. But anyways... I think that's a good point to end it. I don't have anything to say unless you do. No, I will say this really quickly. Never think that the pictures you take when you're drunk are going to turn out well. Putting it out there. Putting it out there. Pro tip. Tip your bartenders when you go out. Don't t- uh, take a picture because it'll look terrible. If a girl's wearing red pants, you make sure you, you tell let her. her know. Let her know. Yeah. It'll never leave her mind. Yeah, and if you're that girl from the bar... Get no, at, get at me. Get, <laughs> yeah, get at, at me. Get at Braden. Uh, red pants. Tell all your friends that I'm hilarious. You don't have to get at me, but spread the word. And uh, this has been the Closing Time Podcast. Some other beginnings end